are Locked On Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Locked On Blackhawks podcast, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Today is Tuesday, January 5th, 2020. I am your host, Jack Bushman. You can find me out on Twitter at JackBushman2, or you can also check out my Strictly Blackhawks account at TalkinHockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. If you like what you're hearing today, then be sure to subscribe to the podcast for free wherever you may listen to your podcasts, whether that be through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, etc. You'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. Also, please go follow our Twitter page at capital L, capital O, underscore Blackhawks, with some really good content being posted there every day as well. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, as always, thank you for tuning in to today's episode of Lockdown Blackhawks. Lots to discuss on the show here today, as we're now two days into Blackhawks training camp, and let me be the first to tell you, there is no shortage of storylines at the moment. But what I want to start the show out with today is the Blackhawks training camp roster. They were the 31st and final NHL club to release their roster on Monday. They were actually already on the ice for practice yesterday before it was released. Um, But there were a couple of surprises and a couple of things that no one really saw coming. Uh, Of course, I gave my prediction at the Hawks training camp roster on yesterday's episode. I wasn't too off. I got most of the defensemen right, but as I said, there were just a couple of things that no one could have saw coming. First, the Blackhawks left defensemen Brent Seabrook in forwards, Carl Soderberg, Zach Smith, and Evan Barrett off their training camp roster. That made room for Michael Tepley, Tim Soderlund, Mate Halupa, and Michael Crudel. I previously talked about how I thought either uh, uh, only one of Soderlund or Halupa were only going were going to be allowed to take part on the training camp roster. Well, because Soderberg, Smith, and Barrett were left off, both guys were able to make it on the training camp roster. Um, starting with Seabrook, though, he has been deemed unfit to participate at the beginning of training camp. Obviously, we're not sure if. That means he's dealing with an injury. We know he's coming off of multiple surgeries to his hips and also his shoulders, so it could be uh, a tweak in that department, or or maybe it's something COVID-related. We're not sure, Um, but for whatever reasons, Siebes was left off the camp roster, as was Evan Barrett for being unfit to participate. Um, And for Barrett, this was quite unfortunate to hear because with, with all the injuries and the Blackhawks heading into a rebuild, I thought Barrett was going to have a decent shot to crack this opening night roster if he had a good showing in training camp, but uh, it's going to be a lot tougher to do so if he's not able to join the Hawks in the next week before their season opener against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Then, Carl Soderberg, he is he's dealing with immigration issues right now, so nothing to worry about too much here, no injury or anything. Uh, and the hope right now is that he'll be able to join the Blackhawks for camp sooner rather than later, but Jeremy Colleton did not give uh, a specific date when they expect Soderbergh to be in Chicago. That leaves us with Zach Smith, who was placed on waivers by the Blackhawks yesterday, interestingly. Uh, head coach Jeremy Colleton was asked about this transaction, and all he said was it's really about getting the young guys' opportunities right now. And what this tells me is that 
The Blackhawks, they're thinking about giving some of their prospects additional looks at the beginning of the season rather than working them in in the middle. Uh, Smith's absence, it opens up another spot there on the roster for someone to take advantage. Um, And I'm curious to see if one of Brandon Hagel, Mackenzie Entwistle, Mate Halupa, or, or a prospect along those lines is able to capitalize here in training camp. And no surprise, Smith cleared waivers earlier this morning. I didn't expect anyone to claim him. Uh, with his $3.25 million price tag entirely too much for a fourth liner at this point of his career. Um, it sucks the Hawks weren't able to buy out his contract this offseason due to uh, his his back injury. He was still on LTIR, and when someone's on LTIR, you're not able to buy out their contract. But this is essentially the next best, the next best move in order to clear up uh, a spot as well as some cap space heading into the 2021 regular season. Pia Suter also did not hit the ice with the Blackhawks for their first day of training camp. He was also deemed unfit to participate. But Suter, he he joined the Blackhawks this morning for, for drills and for the scrimmage, which was a great sign. Uh, I'm not sure what kept him out on Monday. I saw Charlie Rumeliotis tweeted that he saw Suter working out at Fifth Third Arena, so... Uh, doesn't seem like it was an injury or anything, not sure, as I said, not sure what kept him out, uh, and kept him off the ice on Monday, but regardless, he was back this morning, and he had a strong showing today, he scored a goal in the scrimmage, and he looked sharp on a line with Dominic Kubelik and Andrew Shaw, that could be the Blackhawks' second line, potentially, when the season opens, uh, and it was also interesting because they had Suter playing center on that line today, rather than Andrew Shaw, which... I think shows you how comfortable the Hawks are with playing Suter at center as well this season. And it just made me wonder, when Carl Soderberg comes back, do do the Blackhawks split up that trio and slide Soderberg in at center? Or are they comfortable enough with having Suter play center in regular season action? Of course, it's just training camp, so without Soderberg there, maybe Suter's just filling in at center. But also, Andrew Shaw is capable of playing center as well, so... To have Suter playing center over Shaw, I think, you know, that that could speak volumes of how comfortable the Blackhawks are with having Suter uh, in multiple positions to start the season. Um, But at the same time, you know, I don't know. I don't want to read too much into line combinations at this point, especially with the practice groups being split into two. But the Blackhawks, they're starting to show their hand a little bit in terms of what lines they're going to roll with to begin the year. Back-to-back days... We saw Alex DeBrinkett, Dylan Strom, and Patrick Kane skate together on theoretically what you would expect is the top line. And as I said, Suter was with Shaw and Kubelik today. That, that could be the second line. And then the third line has been Matthias Janmark, Lucas Walmark, and Brandon Peary, which is interesting. Peary, I think, is someone who could surprise Blackhawks fans this year. I think he can have some... Uh, so some strong value as a middle six scoring winger, especially because our bottom six forward department, it's all really defensive-minded forwards. Uh, so I, I think Peary could be a good fit there, and, and he's been productive in the NHL in the past. It's just all about consistency and being solid on the defensive side as well. Uh, so I'm happy to see P- uh, Peary getting his shot, almost said Pia Suter. I'm happy to see Peary getting his shot here in training camp. There's nothing really to lose for the Blackhawks in this situation. If it doesn't work out, you can just throw Peary on the taxi squad. 
Uh, if it does work out, then he provides the Blackhawks with some much-needed offense. So I think it's a win-win here uh, for the Blackhawks to have Peary in the lineup at the start of the season. And then the Blackhawks and Jeremy Carlton, they continue to roll with Matthew Highmore, David Camp, and Ryan Carpenter on the fourth line. And I read somewhere yesterday that a source around the Blackhawks said that trio is Colleton's security blanket. So seems like Colleton likes that combination a ton. And I wouldn't be surprised in the least to see those three together against the Tampa Bay Lightning on opening night. All right, ladies and gentlemen, coming up in just a minute, I'm going to talk about the defensive pairings the Blackhawks have been rolling with in training camp so far. But first, I need to talk to you all about betonline.ag. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action by going to betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts, and use our promo code LOCKDOWN, one word in all caps, to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Are you ready for some football? The NFL regular season finished up this past weekend, and the playoff picture is now finalized. There's only one place that has you covered for all your betting needs, and one place that we trust, betonline.ag. You can also visit the Lockdown Podcast Network's exclusive partner on social media at betonline underscore ag to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account and be sure to use our promo code LOCKDOWN, one word in all caps, to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first betonline.ag deposit. Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Your team every day. 2020 is mercifully over. It's time for a fresh start and a few more wins. If you're betting this year and want more wins, then listen to Lockdown Bets with your boy Q and Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. They are picking college basketball, football, and NBA locks all winter long. Be sure to subscribe to Lockdown Bets wherever you may listen to your podcasts. All right, I just finished up discussing the Blackhawks' forward lines from the first two days of training camp. Now, moving on to the defense, and and as I said before, remember, this is only from the first two days of training camp, so take everything with a grain of salt a little bit. Uh, But at the same time, the season opener is eight days away, so really is no time to mess around in... These lines that the Blackhawks are using right now, they could actually have some meaning with the season coming up on us so soon. So, through the first two days, the Blackhawks have paired Adam Boquist with Nikita Zadorov and Ian Mitchell with Calvin DeHaan, and that leaves Duncan Keith and Connor Murphy as the top pairing for the Blackhawks in training camp at the moment. None of these pairings are really a surprise. Uh, we heard General Manager Stan Bowman talk this offseason about his desire to pair Zadorov in the top four with either one of Boquist or Mitchell, and at the moment, it looks like they're wanting to use their new six foot five defenseman next to their prime offensive defenseman in the lineup in Adam Boquist. And then instead of pairing Mitchell with Keith, he's been skating with Calvin DeHaan these first two days, and I like this. I like this move. Uh, the Murphy and DeHaan pairing last year, it did not fare very well in the postseason, so I think it's right to split them up this year, and also 
Keith and Murphy, if you look at their underlying numbers, they have some pretty strong analytics together. Their course is above 50 uh, and a good amount of time together. So I like that option up top for the Hawks. And I think Murphy has earned earned that right to be this team's top-pairing defenseman. I think he's been extremely underrated the past two seasons. He just needs to stay healthy. That's really what's killed him over the past couple of years with the Hawks. But when he's healthy, I think he's the team's top defenseman. I don't mind him at all on the top pairing next to number two. I am interested to see, though, how things are going to work out once Brent Seabrook gets back into the mix. I think it's best if he's this team's seventh defenseman, especially you know, in a season that seems to be already lost in terms of wins and losses. You'd like to go with the youth movement. Um, but we've heard Sieb's share his thoughts on serving that role in the past. He, he thinks he can still provide value to this team. At least that's that's how he felt about this situation last year. So uh, I wonder if the narrative has changed at all in his mind, because if not, there's going to be some controversy over here on the back end for the Blackhawks in the next eight days. Also on defense, I'm really curious to see who the Blackhawks place on their taxi squad. I have a good feeling Nick Sealer is going to be on there, but besides him, it, it's really the Blackhawks' defense in their pipelines. It's it's a ton of young guys in Rockford besides Anton Lindholm, really. Uh, and I realized I called him Par. I called him Par Lindholm on yesterday's episode. I apologize for that. Um, but I could see Anton Lindholm maybe joining. Nick Sealer on the taxi squad. Also, there's Lucas Carlson. No idea what the Hawks are going to do with him. Uh, I, I think they would like him playing regularly down in Rockford, but at the same time, there there is value in staying up with the NHL club and, and learning how to be a pro and going through the day-to-day life and everything. So uh, I think we know who the seven defensemen the Blackhawks are going to have fighting for the roster. But what I'm really curious to see on the back end is who the Blackhawks decide to keep around on that taxi squad for the 2021 regular season. Alright ladies and gentlemen, coming up in just a minute, I'm going to talk about the gold medal game between Canada and the United States in the World Junior Championship tonight. Plus, the Rockford Icehawks decision on playing in 2021. But first, I need to talk to you all about rockauto.com. Rock Auto is a family business serving auto parts customers online for over 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from over hundreds of different manufacturers. One reason to repair and maintain your cars is to save money that you can use for other important things like, you know, your mortgage or for food. Why would you choose to spend 30%, 50%, or even 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or at a new car dealership? Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers, while rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody and they're always reliably low. The rockauto.com catalog is also really unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices that you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts that you will ever need for your car or truck.
This is the Locked On Blackhawks podcast. As always, I am your host, Jack Bushman. You can reach me on Twitter at JackBushman2 or at TalkinHockey. Or you can also always email the Locked On Blackhawks email, which is LockedOnBlackhawks at gmail.com. For any questions you have about the show, the Blackhawks, or anything that has to do with their draft picks or their moves during the free agency period. Okay, I just finished up talking about the Blackhawks' defensive pairings that they have been rolling with through the first two days of training camp. Now, before I wrap up today's episode, I wanted to be sure to talk about what's going on outside of the Blackhawks across the hockey world. And tonight at 8.30 p.m. Central Time, Team USA will take on Team Canada for the gold medal at the 2021 World Junior Championship. And while this is obviously an exciting matchup, I I can't help but be a little bit disappointed and, and think about how much better this matchup would be if the Blackhawks had all of their prospects taking part. Team Canada obviously would be led by Captain Kirby Doc, and then Team USA would also have Blackhawks defenseman Alex Vlasic and goaltender Drew Camesso. And instead, Landon Slaggert is the only Blackhawks prospect suiting up for either team tonight. Quick update on Slaggert, by the way. In six games, he has yet to tally a point for the United States, and he also has 12 penalty minutes, so doesn't look all that great on paper. But while the offensive numbers are not good, Slaggert, you have to remember, he's been playing mostly in a fourth-line role for the United States, and... When the puck's not been on his stick, he actually has been looking really strong so far in this tournament. He's been solid on the boards in the offensive zone, fighting for loose pucks. He's been good on the back check defensively. He's bringing a physical presence when he's on the ice. So even though he doesn't have a point, I think it still has been a decent showing for Slaggard here in the World Juniors. And hopefully tonight is the night he cracks the score sheet in an effort to Help Team USA try to take home a gold medal, and I'm really hoping they can. I'm keeping my fingers crossed. Uh, But Team Canada, they have just looked tremendous throughout the World Juniors so far. The Americans need to play really well to have a shot tonight. Ultimately, I do predict a Team Canada victory, but it's the World Juniors, baby. Canada versus the United States. Nothing better for the gold medal game. Also, yesterday... All 31 AHL clubs voted on whether or not they wanted to opt out for the 2021 regular season. And the Blackhawks AHL affiliate Rockford Icehogs did not opt out of the season. Thank God, because it would have been a mad scramble for the Hawks to try and find a spot for all their prospects to play. You don't want them just sitting around doing nothing, just practicing. Uh, So good to hear that Rockford did decide to play this year. Three teams did opt out, though. St. Louis, Nashville, and Florida all will not have AHL affiliates this season. That's tough. Uh, And the season, by the way, begins on February 5th for the American Hockey League. So a couple weeks later than the NHL season starts, that kind of sucks for, you know, the guys who don't make the NHL club. They're not even sure of the schedule and everything right now. There's still a lot of details that need to get ironed out in the AHL, but... At least we know that the Rockford Icehogs will take part in the 2021 regular season. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, I think that will wrap up Tuesday, January 5th episode of Locked On Blackhawks. Thank you again for tuning into the show, and be sure to subscribe and to follow the Locked On Blackhawks podcast for free right now on your favorite podcast app, and you'll get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. And after the show... Ask your smart device to play the Lockdown NHL Podcast. 
This week on Locked On NHL, get ready for the start of the regular season with Sarah Avampato in the Locked On NHL Season Preview Series. Previews of all 31 NHL teams, division by division, and who to pick up and drop in your fantasy leagues, courtesy of Locked On Fantasy Hockey host Scott Colin. Be sure to subscribe to Locked On NHL wherever you may listen to your podcasts. Once again, thank you for tuning into today's episode. I am your host, Jack Bushman. You can catch me on Twitter at my personal account, at JackBushman2, or my Blackhawks account, at TalkinHockey, for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. For any questions at all regarding anything related to the show, feel free to email LockedOnBlackhawks at gmail.com. You can always hit me on one of my Twitter accounts, or you can call 708-653-0572 to leave a voicemail. So until tomorrow's episode, thank you again for listening to the Locked On Blackhawks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.